Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. I need to stop. You, you guys have a name. What's going on, you motherfucking lusties? It's your boy, Hayes, joined by the triple threat, the buzzing beauty herself, the beautiful Miss Ladies in the building. What's going on, lady? <laughs> somebody, uh, it's funny, somebody, uh, because like I always have those crazy intros for my guests and for you and shit, they're like, I want you to do my intro just on my podcast. So I got to record like a whole intro that they're going to play on the beginning of every one of their podcasts. I was like, I, I guess I got the voice for it. I guess I, I do, but you know. Yeah, um, you <laughs> how's your week been? Good. Good. I mean, it's early. Okay. It's technically Tuesday, so no. Yeah. I, not I, much happening yet. <laughs> I mean, when I say week, I know we record early in the week. I more so mean yeah, like from the, the last week, yeah. yeah, the past week since the last time we recorded. It's been fine. You got That's some dick yet? Because I saw you tweeting about needing some dick. Did you get some dick yet? I tweeted about eating dick. Needing some dick. Needing some oh, dick. Oh, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I remember I the whole that tweet. Was, that was that was coded. <laughs> I did not specifically say I needed anything. You know what? And I do I do speak lady fluently. So maybe maybe that was me deciphering and reading between the lines. My bad if I put you if I expose you like that. I didn't mean. But no, I do not. Okay. Uh, lady, when are we going to record again in person? We need to set something up. Are you coming here at the end of October? Or am I coming to you? I couldn't remember which way we set it up. Am I coming to you? You said you was coming here three okay. weekends in October, and it's already October 13th. I know. I know. Listen, listen. I be having shit going on, right? So you need to come here for the comedy show, though. Don't you want to come to the comedy show on the 24th? Load the I crew could. up. I'm just saying. Come the through. 24th? Yeah, I believe it's the 20th. That's the Saturday. Yeah, the 24th. I might could do that. That could work. See? But you need to know. You need to make your way to the DMV. I am, you, well, first of all, you know I love that. Like, me coming to Dallas. I mean, not Dallas. Why I got Dallas on the mind. You know I love <laughs> D.C. Like, with a passion. Like, D.C. is, like, damn near my second home. So, you, it's believe me. It's not because I haven't been here since last year. I know. That's crazy. This is It's probably the longest I've gone without going to D.C. literally in probably, like, half a decade, if not longer. So, bring your ass. I will. I will. The happy hour crew needs to do something too, so you need to bring your ass. So I may actually, you know what? We'll have to talk because I may the weekend of Halloween. I may just hit the road like uh, their mom's taking them trick or treating, and you know I don't I don't get off work till seven that Friday. I may just fuck it, hit the road, and just come to DC. Come on, they've been waiting on you. They keep asking, like, what's happening? Wasn't he supposed to come here? Why hasn't he come here yet? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Okay, (laughs) I don't know. Love, love, lust, and battle. get into the fuckery this week the usual fuckery in the topics list i put out a thing at the end of last episode a call i guess uh call to action i asked everyone i wanted to hear their opinions on premarital sex based off one of the topics that we discussed 
and we got a whopping one email. We got an email from April. I'm, I didn't ask her if I could say her name, so I apologize. If she didn't give any personal information, so hopefully she doesn't mind. And just because she did respond to the call to action, she got she's going to be the first person other than me and you on the streets with one of the new Love, Lust, and Badass Soul shirts. See, this is what happens when you do what Hayes tells you to do. You get shit. This is why people need to listen more often. So Hayes is going to, I mean, not Hayes. April is going to be one of the first ones with our new logo that has our beautiful faces on it that was designed by Be Current Designs. Make sure you guys go and check them out. Just, I love our new logo. I love the whole new rebrand. Matter of fact, this may be the first episode where the new rebrand is on everything. I may just say, fuck it, and just update everything. iTunes, when I up- upload this episode, just get it all out there. Um, but yeah, next week, your shirt should be there by next week. When we record, we both got to wear our new shirts when we record. Um, lady demanded the V-neck, so her titties are going to be semi-out again because, you know, they damn near come up to her neck. So, you know, it is what it is. Not anymore. <laughs> not. I pay so that they don't do that anymore. Thank you very much. <laughs> but we, so we, since we did get a response to April, and since it was the last thing that we asked for in last episode, we're going to start it off with this one, her opinions on premarital sex, and then we'll talk about it. So April writes, Woo! Now this is a complicated issue. I waited until I was engaged to my older son's father before having sex, and it was great. But after becoming pregnant, I realized that I couldn't sustain my sanity in a relationship. That's how she put it out there. That's how she she wanted that emphasis on it with him because I couldn't force him to adapt or change because he saw absolutely nothing wrong with what he was doing. Also, I feel like I became a whole different person after becoming a mom. Things that I thought were okay became deal breakers. Mind you, I was 25 when I had my first child. Now my oldest is 13, and we talk about and we talk about saving herself for someone special and body autonomy and safe sex. As a mom, I would prefer for her to wait for sex, but I also realize she may not, she may not, and I'm hoping to prepare her for the world she's in. Hopefully, she will be a well-informed young lady and make solid decisions or better decisions than myself. I also see and interact with her social group and understand that not everyone is being raised as free thinkers or with facts which is something i do raise my kids on she had a friend tell her that she could get pregnant from watermelon seeds like why are women still telling their kids this in life that's wild that is why you like i i and think i first of all april thank you for your email um thank you for responding to us thank you for sharing your story on that um but yeah i, I never understand people that lie to in this day and age where everything is so accessible unless you're making your kids live in a box where they don't have any internet access you telling them lies like that is you going to come back and blow up in your face because the moment they search or get a hold of google and decide to search something that you told them and figure out find out that you were you were lying or not being 100 percent truthful with them your credibility with them is damn near blown it's going to be hard to get that back in the box now they're not going to feel comfortable talking to you but that's a different subject different topic what do you think about her thoughts on premarital sex, lady? I mean, that's the way to look at it. <laughs> um, but I do think that she should talk to her daughter more in depth about it. Don't be one of those parents that does the watermelon. I mean, it doesn't sound like she's going to go the watermelon tea route, but just be honest. Like, kids are having sex younger and younger these days, and the more you inform them, the better of a decision they can make. That is true. You know, but um, yeah, thanks for writing in. That was a good, good outlook of what you said. Yeah. And, you know, that that conversation that we had on like premarital sex and everything that it introduces is is one that, yeah, I, 
people reacted to it. Not anybody else really sent us any emails, but people did react to it, especially when I posted the promo video. And, you know, it's a real thing. I hope that people realize what the fuck's going on and just, you know, if you can handle it, you got to be honest with yourself. Not, and that's the thing. We live in such a society now where it's like going the other way, where people used to be like shamed for having sex. It's almost now people are like being shamed for not being open and being freaky and getting it out the way. And then like not everyone is emotionally and mentally prepared for it. So you kind of got to know where you're, where you're going with this. So it's good that you identify that early on. It sucks that it caused a break in your relationship, especially because you guys end up having a kid together. But the thing is, is that, you know, it was going to happen when stuff like that happens. My, I'm always of the mind. It was going to happen at some point or, or not. It, you know, you guys got a beautiful kid out of it, but you know, it, it, it sucks, but you know, you seem like you're doing pretty good from it. You learn from it. And that's all that life is, is just learning to make better decisions as we go. Yep. Right. Keep it moving, boo. <laughs> Let's get into topic number one for this week. Uh, we So this is something that I ran across on Facebook, and I posted it, and I was like, and putting this list together, I'm like, fuck it, we got to talk about it, because you didn't leave a comment. I I didn't even knew, knew that you seen, saw it until you said you did, but this thread where this woman, her boyfriend was going was on a dating site. He met some chick. He was talking to so what she thought was some chick, so, so the woman decided to check the girl that her man was talking to and she when i say this woman got red because it turns out this it was actually a dude and he went off on her and everything else and he even said you know i was trying to spare you and then she started calling him ugly and fat and everything and at that point he was like oh basically gonna let you have it what do you think about this lady i thought it was hilarious (laughs) hilarious i don't understand why women check the other woman like what are you checking the other woman for that was her first mistake Mm -hmm. Why didn't you just talk to your man? I mean, if you had a gut feeling that he was lying, he probably was. <laughs> um, but you never checked the other person. Not unless, like, there's extreme circumstances. Like, if it was, like, a friend of yours and they knew that y'all was together, that's one thing. But for a, a stranger from a dating site or social media that hopped mm-hmm. in your dude's inbox or vice versa, like, I would just leave that shit alone. Like, See- and my thing is, like, in this specific situation, right, like you said, it'd be different if it was somebody who you guys were cool with that whatever. In this situation, this man was on a dating site. So it makes sense that somebody would be in his DMs or messaging him on a dating site. So you can't check that person because they don't know. Like, the man is on a fucking dating site. Now, even if you felt the need to check or whatever, talking shit about the person and they didn't know what was going on that's taken to a whole nother level like and then you never know like she found out some shit she wasn't ready for this is this is why you shouldn't do that type of shit and the fact and to, to make it he knew that the guy was a dude her boyfriend knew that the guy was a dude that's kind of by the way that it was worded that's what he was pursuing and after so completely blowing up somebody's world like i understand where it's like you didn't have to go and you could have just let it go but my thing is if you text my phone whatever comes from that that's on you. That's on you. Cause I'm going to fuck off. And it's not, and it's not just women. I know you said women, men do it too. Back when I was younger and I was in my and I was in my music making days, me and my boys made a song that was called Check Yo Bitch Before You Try to Check Me. Because niggas do the same shit. They do. They so, do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but look at it this way. Like, at least she found out that he liked dudes. True. Because how True. much longer would it have taken her to find out if she hadn't checked the person? You know what I'm saying? So there you go. There you everything go. happens for a reason. Fuck it. Just don't do it again next time. Okay? They learn. <laughs> right, do better. You know better and you'll do better. Let's move into topic That's number two. Right. 
<laughs> this one is, I think we've kind of touched on this before, but we didn't really get in depth. So I kind of wanted to bring it back, talk about it here. Um, do you think a man or woman's relationship with their parents affects how they date? Hmm. Yes. I feel like it go either way. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it can. Um, I think people will hear that and think affect in a negative way, but it can affect in a positive way, right? Because you can see, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. see the shit that your parents do and be like, "Look, I ain't got time to be dealing with that shit." But go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, I'll say yeah. I'll lean more towards yes. I know it affects how I date and what I do in relationships. Mm, yeah. How about you? Honestly, no. Honestly, no. I don't think. At least not that I'm aware of, because, you know, there's always some implicit bias that you may not be aware of in, in situations. But I don't think that, that my relationship with my parents affect like anything, like even even them getting divorced. Because, again, I told you, me and you've had this personal conversation. My parents went from being perfect one day in my mind to being divorced. I still never saw my parents fight or anything like that. So even in the downfall of their marriage and I've never asked why they got divorced, because I really don't give a fuck. Um, so like I so it doesn't it doesn't plague me that way either. Um but I'm sure there's probably something. I'm sure there's some some stuff that are some ways that I've gotten that I'm sure comes from just being raised in my family that may not be at the forefront of my mind. But the second question that I put on here is, does a person's relationship with their mother or father affect your interest in them? Because we talked about does no. it affect how they date, but does it affect your interest in them? No. Yeah. I, my thing not is, listen, and the, the, you know, <laughs> some people, some people do have this thing. I can't date somebody my mom or, or my parents don't like. I don't oh, yeah. give a fuck. I never understood They're that. not dating it, like. If my mom, if my thing is, is if long as you respect my mom and my mom, especially if I get married or whatever, and we get serious and my mom respects you and your place in my life, I don't give a damn if y'all like each other. I really don't. That's it. <laughs> I don't, I don't expect y'all to sing Kumbaya and hold hands and go on fucking shopping dates or none of that shit. I don't, if it happens, cool. That Cool. If it happens on its own, I'm not going to be pushing for it. I'm not somebody who that, that, that's not, that doesn't factor in at all to me. And I've had people say that I'm weird for that before. And it's like, why? Like. My mom is her own person, her own complete human being with her own relationships. That shit ain't got nothing to do with who I decide to date. Or if, I, if somebody does good <laughs> by me, that shit ain't got nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. So. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't care. Like, I like for my parents to like who I'm dating, but if they don't, it doesn't bother. They didn't like the last person. So, I mean, you know. I mean, you ended up not liking me. Forever. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. What do you think about people who do though? That that that's a big thing, like on their on high on their list that they have to get along with their parents. What do you think about that? I mean, I get it, but I don't see why it's that big of a deal. Because at the end of the day, your household is different from your parents' household. When you get married, you leave from your parents to cleave to your husband and wife. So I, I just I don't understand. I don't understand. If your mama ain't sucking my dick too, I don't I don't need I don't care if she likes me or not. (laughs) Especially when I watch like some of these wedding shows, like reality shows, or like these dating shows, and they're like Well my like 90 day fiance, like my dad has to like you. If he doesn't like you, it's not gonna work. And I'm like, what? What the hell? Is your dad fucking him? Absolutely not. Anyway, let's move on from that. <laughs> Next one, and this is a topic that comes up a lot, and that I, I at least to my knowledge on my platforms, I've never talked about it. So I wanted to bring it here. Um, I don't, I don't know your opinion on it either. I don't think me and you've ever. One of the few things we never talk about because it feels like we outside of the podcast and we've talked about almost everything at some point. But this one, um, do you? And this came up partially because 
I, I always feel there's this guy on Twitter who's like super pro black. Like he's like, which president's giving us reparations? He like retweeted something that I said, and and on his page he specifically says, I support people who 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 don't have mixed kids. And I had to tell him like, you know, my dad's white, right? <laughs> so. It was just funny that that came up. But uh, so he didn't say anything negative about it, even after I told him it, it didn't go left or anything. But that just made me think because there are these people who have this thought. And that is if a black man or woman dates somebody outside of their race, specifically a white person, can they still be considered pro black? What do you think? Lady? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. This I don't should never even not. be a question. It should never even be a question. I don't, I don't see why not. Some of the most pro-black celebrities have white counterparts. Kamala Harris has a white husband. Just saying. Just saying. And you know, he does. niggas love them so Kamala Harris. Her. So. Uh, yeah, a lot of them. And, and, Serena I, Williams. Yeah, I think this stems from and this is just my, my, my position on that. I think this stems because you know how it's looked at and some, some black men do do this, right? That they date once they get to a certain level they get too good for black women and then they start dating white women and then they look down on black women that i can understand that is a problem within of itself even yeah. then though that person can still be pro-black because they still lived a black life they still whatever but some people do have this thing of when they start dating specifically white people they they consider themselves elevated beyond normal black people they no longer associate or identify with the things that normal black people go through and i think that that in the media has been portrayed so much in like TV and stuff that now people have this this idea that that's everyone who gets into a relationship with a white per every black person who gets in a relationship yeah. with a white person and that's not universally true. Matter of fact, hell, I come from my mama is pro black as a motherfucker. Like it's um so uh, <laughs> so like it, and maybe that that is why my opinion is what it is. But like I just I just don't I don't understand why people have that. Like who you date is somebody who ideally should be somebody who supports what you go through, support your ideas, support how you feel and think and stuff on that. So if you, if they're doing that, 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 that is no way that that can take from you being pro black or speaking out against black issues. And the fact that we try to sound as a, some people try to silence people's voices who are dating outside of the race. It's like, just like with, with Donald Glover, childish Gambino, when people found out he was with that white woman, they fucking threw him under a bus. Like, it that, that yeah. has changed his experience as a black man in this country. And, and he's talked about why he attracted to white women. He's had this whole thing. I don't want to get down on it, but he's had this whole thing of why he was attracted to white women because black women thought he was geeky and nerdy. He still loves black women. He still, he like, anyway, that's a whole separate thing. But like, I just, I just don't, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get why people look at it or feel the way that they do about stuff like that. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about starting to date outside of my race, but not white. <laughs> I don't think I can ever go white. I, you know what's but funny? I am considering. I mean, reach out, get you a Latino. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, I always wonder because you see how light Xavier and Allen is. If I had a child <laughs> with a white woman, they would just look like fucking Joseph. Like their name would have to be like Daniel or some shit like that. Like Arthur. Like it'd have to be some shit like that because I'm sure they come out looking. I white. never see you dating a white person. What? <laughs> So pro black? No, I think I think I've even asked you before, like, have you ever slept with a white girl? And your response was like, "Get the fuck, like, no, never." Nope. I, in high you school. ain't like Josh too. Josh is a white boy. 
and he despises white women. Like he only dates. Shout out to Josh. I could not imagine Josh with a white woman. Like I would imagine him (laughs) trying for like a good three months and being like, "Will somebody get this white bitch up out my house?" <laughs> if she left that long, he don't look at them. He don't respond to them. Like Josh but, is black in real life. Like thing, he's legit. And black. the thing is, is like, and it's not like my thing is not that I haven't. It's very few white women that I've ever been attracted to. Like I'm not saying that I don't like. For example, Jennifer Lawrence, I think is fucking gorgeous, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I've never, I got head from a couple white girls in high school and shit, but I never slept with a white girl. Like I told you, like. That that uncooked chicken thing scares me a little bit, but I think that white women with freckles and red hair, oh, like gingers? Lindsay Lohan, gingers? beautiful. Oh, Listen, beautiful. I'm letting you know right now, if you are a ginger, oh, oh, with with freckles and red hair and pretty feet, my DMs are open, <laughs> open, <laughs> wide motherfucking open. That's all I got to say about that. Um. <laughs> all right let's get we're gonna get into our emails but before we do that you guys know what we gotta do we gotta get into the cookie chron- no, not the cookie chronicles god damn i'm only awakened so we gotta get into the cookie of the week <laughs> lady who's the cookie of the week this week and does she have pretty feet yes this week's cookie of the week is on instagram her name is at the glam university her name is sabrina peterson um, she has a very good backstory. So Google her. You definitely Google her. Her whole story will come up. Um, what was the name of that gang from Atlanta back in the day that got arrested? And they used to have a rap group too. Yes, she dated one of them. So she went to jail for like 23 years, I think the article said. And like she came out. She got her son. She started her businesses. Like, she gives gems for free on Instagram every day. Like, Mia Ray is awesome, but Sabrina Peterson is just as awesome. She lives in Atlanta. Um, And, again, check out the Glam University on Instagram. She's doing some pretty dope shit. There you go. There you have it. That has been the cookie of the week. We're now going to get into a break. We're going to get into your emails right after this. We'll see you guys there. Hey ladies, are you tired of going out and seeing other ladies wearing the same thing you are? Tired of shopping online with other sites and seeing the same items? Do you want to be different and stand out? Check out Lady Haven, the boutique for unique styles. They constantly bring in new inventory and have great prices. Tell them Cookie Chronicles sent you by using the code COOKIE or a listener discount of 15% off your entire purchase and be sure to tell your friends. Okay, we're back from break. We're going to get into your emails. Lady's going to read this first one. Take it away. All right. I think my husband gave me an STD. Mm. He was complaining about a very itchy rash with bumps around his groin for a couple days last week. But then he told me it was all cleared up. So this past weekend we had sex. The next afternoon, I realized I am now getting very itchy down there and it started getting progressively worse. Uh, over the past few days. It's beginning to burn when I pee as well. 
He is still experiencing symptoms, by the way. He admitted that once I told him um, I was having his past issue. When I mentioned going to get looked at by my GYM, he got worrisome and said that he already ordered some medicine and some female-type cream as well, and not to worry about seeing a doctor. My husband acts on emotion and anger a lot and jumped to conclusions a few weeks ago that I had been cheating. He had no reason to think that he just felt inferior. But I now have a slight fear that he cheated on me and contracted an STD and passed it to me before me. Listen. Go to the damn doctor. Never let anybody convince you to not go to the doctor. That is a form of gaslighting if I've ever fucking heard it. Matter of fact, this motherfucker went and ordered some cream for you to keep you from. First of all, you trusting that shit? What kind you of trust, cream? Like, you exactly, don't even know what female you cream. Exactly. You don't know. Like, what does he know about pussy that you don't fucking know? And you the one with the vagina. You, you. If you <laughs> ordered you some cream, that's a different thing. But you let this motherfucker order you some cream and try to convince you to not go see a doctor. That should be more reason to go see a doctor. That nigga don't want you to get that that test back and come back and beat his motherfucking ass. That's some. Listen, if I sleep and with somebody he, and my he, shit, it don't even sound like it don't sound like he went to the doctor. And my shit starts itching and and listen, if it burns when you that is not normal. I, listen, I know I can only speak so much on the female vagina, right? But to my knowledge, even your pH balance being off doesn't cause your pee to burn. No. That's some that's a that's a fucking <laughs> infection of some sort. You need to do some shit about that. <laughs> like that that's Listen. Not of some sort, but yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Matter of fact, the first night you started itching, you should have went to fucking urgent care. Why would you wait all this time, especially if you knew that he just had the same thing? And what kind of wife are you not to encourage his ass to go to the fucking doctor? So you let him stay here all these days, itching with bumps around his shit, one not questioning him and what the fuck he was doing because you were fine. But also not telling him to go to the doctor and get that shit checked out before y'all had sex. Fuck the fact that it went away. What was it? Listen. What is wrong with people? How how some of these people like like this is the thing. Like survival of the fittest does no longer exist anymore because the way this these people would not be making it through life if they, we didn't live in such a great age for medicine and technology because i could tell you one thing right now i'm sorry look I, I appreciate you sending an email i really do hope you go to the doctor let me say all my good stuff out of the way like you need to talk to him you, you better go, go get to the results. doctor yeah you need to go to the doctor but <laughs> my thing is is you can't let nobody keep, like first of all that nigga got bumps on it it'd be different if it was hair or razor bumps but bumps don't just right i've lived on my in my life 33 years on this planet i have never had a motherfucking bump on my dick now, my pube area from shaving, that shit happens sometimes, especially if I get it a little too low. That, sh that razor bump shit is normal. But on my dick, I have never had a bump on my dick in my life. That shit is, no, no. Y'all, y'all, y'all just gonna keep passing Why the shit back and forth. Why is this even a question? What is the question? Are you, are you trying to figure out if, like, I, what are you trying to figure out? If he cheated? Because we can't answer that for you. That seems pretty evident. Mm -hmm. Um, But... The fact that he don't even want to talk to it, fuck his anger and his emotion. At this point, why do you even care about, like, what the fuck were you doing? Who did you cheat with? This is when I would start asking questions and investigate. I would check the DMs on Facebook. I would check all that shit. Because it don't sound like he's the type of person that's going to be honest. So you kind of have to. But even if you never get the real answer, what are you going to do? Are you just going to act like it never happened? Like, what are you going to do? Listen, these I, I, 
Hey, I don't even know. I got nothing. I'm done. I got. I I gave everything I have on this email. Go to the fucking doctor. That's both of you. <laughs> Like where the he, fuck is he getting? He need to be going to the, the doctor. He need to be from? going to the doctor for an ass whooping, if you ask me. But that's just my opinion. You know, it is what it is. I've been accused of, of capping for females on this podcast, but my thing is, y'all be letting these <laughs> niggas get a, get away with some shit that just don't make no fucking sense in logic. And these to be the same Too motherfuckers who be who be saying I'm independent women X Y Z, but yet you let this nigga give you bumps on your pussy. Like you can't you you ain't don't you can't sing WAP. Don't do none of that shit. Don't do none of that shit. Don't sing no Megan Thee Stallion lyrics. I don't want to hear none of that shit from nobody who's allowing a nigga to convince him not to go to the doctor and got a bumpy ass pussy. I don't want to hear but none see, of that. See, here's my thing. I'm not gonna fault her for her husband. You know, given it's doing not her him. fault for that. People, people gonna do them regardless yeah. of whether you're married or not. People gonna do whatever they wanna do. I'm pissed off at you because you actually slept with him without making sure that he went and got that taken care of first. So essentially, you gave yourself an STD. You shouldn't have let him put his dick nowhere near you sexually until he got that shit and under control. Married, and he's accusing you of, of cheating, and then you, 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 he's so emotionally weak that you know that, that the fact that he accused you of cheating, he may go out and cheat. Like, ain't nobody, why are people in relationships where this shit is a fucking factor? Like, look, I'm done. Let's dead this shit. Let's move. Can we please move on to the next email before I offend any more people? Please, right. please. Let's move on to email number two. This one start the title of this one. How or when is a good time to tell my significant other about my rather embarrassing fet a rather embarrassing fetish of mine? There's very few times I'm left speechless on this podcast, and you guys will see why very shortly. We just decided to move in together. We, ha we have been together for about four years, and the relationship is wonderful. We both just got new jobs and promotions and are, j are just doing well. Well, he has been taking quite a lot lately. He's been talking quite a lot lately about when to start settling down, marriage, ETC. Asking small things about uh, to me about baby names, rings, and if I consider being a stay-at-home mom or like to work, etc. Now, I've... I've now, I've never been in a serious relationship, so I have no idea if this is normal at this stage of relationship or if it's too fast with literally no idea. However, I have an impregnation fetish, and it's pretty bad. An impregnation fetish. We'll get to that in a second. Well, when I would, <laughs> well, when I would tell people before, they would often leave me or ghost me from fear of trapping them with a baby or something. People have called me a rapist, a breeder, and against women's rights to choose. Anyway, I stopped telling people even though I have the implant because in my arm and you can feel it. I guess it's not a common fetish or an accepted one. Either way, I feel like I should tell him because, well, I do like it and he's always on about being sexually open, but I don't want him to think bad of me. He saw me looking at it once and brushed it off as having a thing for cream pies. <laughs> I think that's what he thought it was all this time. But the other day we were having fun and right at the end, he said, I think it, this is how I'm going to get you pregnant one day. And ever since, I have not stopped thinking about it, and it's driving me insane. Okay, Paul. An impregnation fetish. What is that exactly? She wants to get pregnant? No. So I researched it. I, told, I texted you told you I was going to have to research, because this is a fetish I had never heard about. So an impregnation Maybe. fetish is a fetish that exists when someone gets off or sex is heightened at the risk of getting pregnant. So basically, she wants to have unprotected sex and have him bust a nut in her. And the fear, the, the, the prospect of her possibly getting fetish, I mean, pregnant, turns her on. I, 
I'm trying to process this. <laughs> I mean, because as a woman, anytime you have sex without a condom, that's a fear. But it's not a fear to the point where it's a turn on. Like, that's not a sexy fear, but, you know. That just seems like it's like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to yuck anybody else's yum, whatever. Right. But at the same time, that seems grossly irresponsible in the sense that, okay, that's your fetish, right? And you don't necessarily want kids. You just like that const the prospect that you may get pregnant. So what happens if you do get pregnant? Wait, what's the, th- she has the birth control in her arm, Well, that's right? what she's saying. She wants to take it at least. So in my research, you... You have to have not for this to be a true a true impregnation fetish. You would have to not be on birth control, no condoms, no nothing. Yeah, that would make sense because so, birth control was exactly. So with birth control, you pretty much know you're not going to get pregnant. So she would have to take that out, and then she wants him to continue to come in her and have the chance of being pregnant. But my thing is okay. So so if you don't want kids, if this is your fetish, and this is where I I, I can foresee it getting getting problematic. If you if this is your fetish. And then you do get pregnant. You don't necessarily want a kid. You just wanted the risk of getting getting pregnant. So then does that cause you to have resentment to the kid? Do you put the kid up for adoption? What if he doesn't want the kid? Like, my mind just goes down this rabbit hole of so much things. Are you getting an abortion? Like, what's happening that is then like, I don't know. This is... The, it, this is just something that I, I didn't even know was out there. Existed. Here's my thing. Okay. So because you have this fetish, the only time you can really get pregnant is if you have unprotected sex while ovulating. Mm-hmm. So are you only doing this at ovulation time? Because outside of ovulation, you're not going to get pregnant. So there is no risk or like scare mm-hmm. of being pregnant if you're not. I don't know. This is getting like scientific, and I, I want to actually. Like, my th- my thing is too is that exactly. Maybe we need to bring at some point. Maybe we need to bring some like a specialist on this podcast to discuss stuff like this. But my thing is like is this is that technically, even if you're on birth control, you still have the chance of getting pregnant. It's not a hundred percent. That's true. So like, so does that then satisfy the the uh, if anybody has I, a, like are there levels? Yeah. If anybody has an impregnation fetish, please please write into us. And we will have you as a guest on this podcast because this is something me and Lady have no experience in. I can I could read articles all day, but it doesn't. It's not the same as somebody who's lived it and and gets off on that type of thing. But let's get into because her her email wasn't necessarily just about her fetish. Let's not make it about that. She was asking for advice on how she introduces somebody to the fetish. My okay. thing is, you guys have been together four years. <laughs> just tell him what again. Me, and you, we say this every week. You can have raw sex with him, but you can't just tell him. I mean, he already want to have kids, so what does it matter? Unless exactly. he wants to wait a couple years. Like, just let him just do it. Yeah, it's not crazy. that serious. It's crazy. Yeah, already together. He already talked about... I can see if he wasn't talking about marriage and he wasn't living mm-hmm. together and he didn't really see anything long-term as of yet. Yeah. But the fact that he's already talking about kids lets me know that it'll be okay for him. Tell people your fetishes. We talked about this last week. Just open up and just talk to him. Like, you can open your legs somebody, but not your mouth. You need. You probably I told you hiding for four years. Yeah, like so you haven't been getting your fetish satisfied, and that'd be like me hiding my foot fetish for four years. This is not. That's never happening. That's never fucking happening. It's true. Now, um, <laughs> but, all right, let's let's sit on that one. I'm sorry we didn't have more advice to give you, but seriously, like just just focus on your the part that you need advice on. How do you tell him? You just sit him down and talk to him and tell him that this is what you like. I'm sure you guys do other shit, like just and especially. This is what I would do. Okay. I would say, listen, been together for a while. 
And I've always had this weird fetish that I've never told you about. Now that we're at the point where we're talking about marriage and children, I feel comfortable enough to tell you because it involves the risk of children. (laughs) And then just tell them what the fetish is. And like I said, because he wants to have children with you, I don't think he would make a big deal out of it. I think it would be fine. But I would just say it like that. Like, hey, you know, we've been together a while. And the only reason, one of the only reasons that I'm just now feeling comfortable letting you know is because you've expressed that you wanted marriage and children with me. And my fetish is X, Y, Z. Like, you did catch me one time watching it. Um, It is something that I might or might not have been suppressing over the past four years, but I feel like now is the best time to tell you since we've moved in together because I'm pretty sure you're still not using condoms. Um, And I have this birth control that I want to take out. So what are your thoughts? What would you like to do? How soon would you like to have children? Is this a relationship that you still want to be in now? Like, just put it all on the table. There you go. There you go. And then let him fuck you on that table. That's how you do it. Mm. Bam. <laughs> All right. We got one last email for today. This one is he blocked me on everything after an argument. I hate this, this, but okay. My ex and I were together for a year. About six weeks ago, he asked for a break because he wants space, but we consistently talk. Whenever he would reach out, I never did as I was trying to give him that space. Oh, when he reached out. About a week ago, he started to get closer and call more. We were going to work on our relationship. He was going to come see me. He canceled twice on those plans, and then Saturday came. He had a bad day the night before, and I listened, but then he decided to blow me off again. I was upset, and he said, I make it all about myself. Although they... he. Uh, Although he, I'm guessing this man, he literally wanted a break in space. And I, there you go with the typos. The lady rolled her eyes with y'all typos. <laughs> he literally <laughs> wanted the break in space. And I've been there to support him despite that whenever he needed. So much Saturday, we got into an argument and he blocked my number and blocked me on everything. I tried to call him from texting app to explain myself, but he took what I said the wrong way. And this made him even more mad. I was just trying to apologize and mend things. Feeling really sad and distraught as the reason he blocked me was not even a, that big of a deal. Having a hard time not knowing if I'll ever hear from him again and feeling very guilty like I ruined my chances on us working things out. Anyways, I'm not really sure where to grow from here. I can't talk to him to explain myself, apologize, and it kills me knowing he is mad, resents me right now. Haven't been able to eat, barely sleeping, having a hard time coping. I cry so much I can barely open my eyes half the time. This is hard. All right. So the, I, this is the email that we had last last week. And I said I had an update. So the update is <laughs> she said shortly after sending this email, she decided to pop up over his mom's house. Okay. And then when his mom told her, basically, you know, I don't want to be involved in anything you guys have going on, whatever, X, Y, Z. She got in a fight with this man's mama. So this is like some soap opera shit. Um, but that was the update that I had. Uh, I wanted to see how everything fell out from there. Uh, he still has not reached out to her, especially after fighting her mama. But uh, I'm about to say now he gonna keep your ass blocked. Exactly. Like, now why he, did you even like, go you, over you, there? First of all, let me just say something. You you seen my mama? My mom, my mama can fight. So if you fight my mama, I know you got your ass beat. We can't be friends <laughs> no more because this is so embarrassing to say. Oh yeah, my girl got her. Ass. My mama whooped my girl's ass one day. But what do you think? Like to take all that away from that update. What do you? What do you? My thing is this. You got to give people space. If what he's asking for is space, you I know naturally we just think we can just we can make it all right. We can add more clarity to it if we just get to say that one last thing to this person. But if somebody is telling you that they basically don't want to fuck with you, respect that. You need to work on you. 
What do you think, lady? But I don't think he's directly saying it. It sounds like he's on the fence. Like, he talks to her when he feels like it and when he needs to vent and anything outside of that or actually falling, following through with plans he cancels. It sounds like he's selfish. Um, and he could be being selfish because he's going through something personal. You know, that's understandable. But if that's the case, he needs to leave you alone completely until he gets his shit together. Um as far as you not being able to sleep and all of that, like at this point, you ought to not, you done already fought his mother. He probably don't want to talk to you even if he was going to before at this point because you fucked up. Yeah. Um, I mean, you said you text him through a text app. Get another one. There's a ton of them. If you mm-hmm. want to talk to him that bad and give your apologies and explain your story, download another text app, get another number, send it via text, wish for the best. But I... I think you completely deaded it yourself when you fought his mother and you went over there. That is an f- absolute fucking fact. Um, like, how can you be upset at the fact that his mother doesn't want to get involved in your relationship? People need to respect boundaries. And even in the, like, some people think that once you're in a relationship with somebody, that those boundaries go away. No, we still have fucking boundaries. You need to respect that. There is no situation in which if somebody doesn't want to talk, to, you should, the last thing you should do is a random pop-up. Don't do a random pop-up. Like, especially if he doesn't have his own place and he lives with his mama because that's not his house. I could kind of see if you had a key to his place before he had a key to your place and you guys have already established a relationship. You can just go over each other's house when you feel like it. I can kind of understand. Even then, if somebody's mad, you still respect their space. But over somebody else's house, you don't do no motherfucking random pop ups. Yeah. I mean, if anything, like with me and my ex, if I was having issues, I would call her to vent yeah. because, you know, she knew her son better than anybody else. But I would never, like, just pop up at her house crying and asking her to get in the middle of anything. Like, no, that's not how that works. Like, you you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that at all. I wish somebody would pop up at my mama's house. <laughs> Listen, they pop up over I Mama wish. Hayes' house. They got another thing coming. And that ain't even for me. Mama Hayes don't play. She military trained. She'll put somebody on their ass. I wish a nigga would try to fight my mama. But no, seriously, I you, you got to give people their space. You got to give people, like, the thing is, is, like, before, when you guys were, when he was coming to you, and my, my thing and what I said when I was, like, he, he basically is asking for his space. Once somebody blocks you from shit, don't try to circumvent the block. Because they did that for a reason. They don't want to kind And sometimes, very rarely, because most people do it to be petty, but sometimes people block you. So that they can't say anything to you either because maybe they will say something that's off the wall. And that's the best way that they can control themselves to get their thoughts together before they approach you. You got to respect what people are. Respect people's space. So um, I wish I I don't block anybody. But if somebody tried to circumvent me not trying to talk to them, first of all, if somebody comes, shows up at my house randomly, I'm sicking Leo on their ass like it ain't no tomorrow. I'm popping up. Leo likes me. I'm popping up, Hayes. What's up? You different. You family. That's different. That's the whole different, whole different situation. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. But that's it. I got nothing else this week. We ran through it this week. You got anything that you want to talk about? Anything in your heart, soul, or mind before we go? No. Oh, the shirt that I'm wearing today is a Lady Haven shirt. It's a crop top. It's mesh and long sleeve for the fall. I'm gonna stand up a little. Don't mind my dad. It's super cute and it's on sale. So go check it out. Ladyhaven.com. L-A-D-I-H-A-V-E-N. There you go. There you go. 
We also got our new merch available. Go to theburksmedianetwork.com. There is a merch button there. You can click that. You can order your new love. We actually did get an order. So April, even though I'm sending you your shirt free, you may not be the first person on the street with one because I forgot the day that I posted it, somebody, <laughs> somebody must have been waiting for it because they ordered it. Uh, it was Savannah. Was it Savannah? Yeah, it was Savannah. <laughs> so, she ordered it. She got hers coming. So, uh, so she Thanks, probably Savannah. She'll probably, I actually got confirmation that hers shipped, I think, uh, a couple hours ago. So she should have it in a couple of days. So April, you'll actually be She's the second on person. It, you understand? You be on, you be, she be on it. Yeah, you'll be the second person <laughs> on the street with the love, lust, and badass old uh, new, new shirt. Uh, but, lady, go ahead and give them your social media. Let's get the hell up out of here. Follow me at the first lady. Oh, and I'm live again on Facebook. They didn't give me the full 30 days, surprisingly. But yes, it's D A F I R S T underscore L A D I on Twitter, Facebook. No, Twitter and Instagram. And Tia, the first lady on Facebook. Yeah. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H A I Z E. If you can find me on Facebook, power to you. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I ain't going to make it easy for you. If you find me on Facebook, I'll prove you. I'll add you because you had to do some work to motherfucking find me on Facebook. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> you can follow us collectively at Love, Lust, and BAS Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, lovelust, and BAS at gmail.com. We are the number one pod- adult podcast in the, all of the land. We love our motherfucking lusties. We are out this week. Peace. From hands on the wheel to hands on my thigh Hands on my body in the back of a Porsche I'm in love with your fingertips I reminisce places you kiss Girl, it's been too long And when you rock them short nails That's low-key sentimental Now keep them cut, though So there ain't no incidentals And I love them tattoos I still gotta learn them all Tell me when you're gonna make them The writings on my wallet Ooh